So far, everybody has had a good week, everybody being safe out there and doing the things that we are supposed to be doing. Now, we've been expecting this. I don't know what took so long. We knew our premier was going to do this anyways. But not this weekend, but next weekend is the Victoria Day weekend. Now, our case numbers of COVID-19 has been up and down. We've seen cases as high as 4,900 a day. We've seen them drop all the way down to 2,000 a day. And now we are sitting back here at 2,700 cases a day. Now, he extends this, you know, because of these cases. And of course, when he comes out every single time, every single time, always the same three words. Make no mistake. He says, we're not out of the woods yet. We haven't been out of the woods since the beginning of this pandemic. Since our first initial lockdown last March. Now, no, by the way, you've heard me say this before. Brampton, Mississauga, Toronto, York regions, They have been in lockdown since November, 2020. They've been in lockdown for the last six months. Cases of COVID-19 raging out of control in that region for a long time. What did the Ford government do about it? Nothing. And for months on end, healthcare professionals were calling on the government to get sick pay so people would stay home wouldn't go to work sick 
No, he says, don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. That'll You don't want to overstep the federal government on the monies that they're giving to Canadians. But as the pandemic raged on, and we did have that dark winter that they talked about, And as the pandemic raged on, you know, what is it, three weeks ago now? Oh, he says, oh, we'll we'll have to do sick pay, I guess. But three days only. How's that helping? Might help a little bit, but not going to help a lot. Too little, too late. He sees as much as we're seeing a decline, which is good, he said. Everyone is moving forward. We're getting the vaccines into people's arms. Yes, we are. But he says, we just can't risk it. Just hang in there a little bit longer. Just like he says all the time, right? You know, we aren't asking a lot, just a couple more weeks. Not asking a lot. So that'll make them two months. This would be set to expire on June the 2nd. Now, that's if our case counts are coming down. We go from just a little over 2,000 the other day and jump to 2,700 in, 20, in 24 hours. And again, all these cases, majority of the cases are coming out of Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, and York. What is going on in that region? You have sick pay now, so there's no need to go to work. You get sick pay. I think it was a couple weeks ago, the Toronto Police Services laid something like 267 charges for partiers. People holding parties. move two weeks forward and we jump, you know, from one day to the next from 2000 to 2700. So where do you think those cases came from? People gathering in groups, not social distancing, not wearing a mask, holding parties, holding rallies. Just the city of Toronto itself, I think, was over 900 cases. More than half of the infection rate is coming out of Brampton, Mississauga, Toronto, and York. That's where they're coming from. The Good Samaritans of, of, the, of those regions, the ones out there, 
you know, who are, are making these sacrifices, you know, this must really just piss you off. People breaking the rules left and right. Not just in Toronto, but all over Ontario. Every city across Ontario, people are breaking the rules. And oh, by the way, getting caught as well. I don't know how you think you can hide a party. I don't know how you think you can hide a large gathering. I don't think, you know, I mean, how do you hide having guests over at your house when you're not supposed to do that when you have cars parked out in front of, you, in front of your house? Your neighbors are going to pick up the phone, ladies and gentlemen, and they're going to rat you out. Now, the chief public health officer of Ontario, Dr. David Williams, said that the, while the province daily cases counts are coming down, we have a long ways to go. Now, like I said, we, we had like 2,700 more infections today and the fourth day in which case numbers have remained below the 3,000 mark. Now, he also goes on to say earlier this week that the, the uh, province would need, need to see daily COVID-19 cases below the 1,000 mark before significantly loosen restrictions. So 1,000? Below a thousand, what is that? Eight hundred, five hundred, one case. He can't even give you an answer of when that might be. And under the stay-at-home order, all non-essential business must remain closed and residents are required to remain indoors unless leaving the residence for an essential purpose. Exercising, go for a walk, ride your bike, go to the grocery store, go to the drugstore, walk in the park. I see more people on the roadways today, ladies and gentlemen, that I did in any of the lockdowns. The first one, the second one, now here the third. More people are out. To remain indoors. And of course, you know, we've been calling on this. The Ontario Medical Association, top doctors, Doug Ford's own science table has been calling on open up the outdoor recreations. No, contrary to the advice of many public health experts, outdoor recreational amenities are also remained closed.
In a tweet published shortly after the announcement again today, infectious disease specialist, Dr. Isaac Bokach, who sits on the province's COVID-19 vaccination task force, expressed frustration with the decision to keep these areas off limits. Still frustrated about limiting outdoor activities, these are, uh, these are safe and should be encouraged. Golfing, play tennis, the skateboard parks, basketball, courts, all closed. Mental health, the frustration, the aggravation. See, Doug Ford only listens to one person and that's Dr. Williams, the chief medical officer of Ontario. That's the only person he listens to. Everybody can talk to Doug Ford until he's blue in the face, until they're blue in the face. And it'll just go in one ear and right out the other. Safe outdoor activities. I mean, safe outdoor activities, like having big rallies. It's not a safe activity because you're not wearing a mask and you're not social distancing. Okay, that's not an activity. So, safe activities. But of course, Doug Ford is not even going to be there. And when he is asked about keeping outdoor amenities like golf courses closed, Forrest said the decision was made in an effort to limit mobility while referencing what he had heard from one of his buddies. Where does he come up with this crap? Listen to what he says. I know what happens, you know. They pick up another buddy two or three, they go golfing and there's nothing wrong with golfing. The problem is mobility. In addition to the stay at home orders, Dr. Williams said that the rate of vaccinations uh, performed across Ontario will need to remain high to prevent transmissions of the, no of the novel coronavirus. Now, where did he come up with this saying? Doug Ford knows he's full of shit when he's talking about picking up your buddy and then another buddy and another buddy and we go golfing and there's nothing wrong with golfing. The problem is mobility. In the last year, there has been 20 million rounds of golf played across Ontario and not one single case of COVID-19 was traced back to golfing. Not a single one. So where does he come up with that crap? 
Then as of today, 6.6 .6 million residents have received at least one dose and 407,600 have received both their first and second shots are considered fully vaccinated. Now, they're saying by the end of May that 65% of the adult population 18 years and up by the end of May will receive their first shot. 65%. So 18 and up, that's 65%. 15, 15, what do we got here? 15 million people, something like that. So, could be about as high as 9,000 would be vaccinated by the, by the end of the month. Have to check my math on that one. See how many people that would actually be. I'll have to find out here real quick. So, Oops, why is that not cleared off? Okay, we got roughly 15 million people in Ontario. Times. Yeah, 9,750 should be vaccinated by the end of May, 65%. That leaves 5,250. Now we should be able to hit that by first week of June. And that means anybody 18 and over will be full, we'll, we'll, we'll have at least, you know, probably about half will have their dose, their second dose by that time. So maybe out of that 900, 750, maybe, you know, 5,000 will have their second dose. Now, again, you know, Doug Ford, once again, you know, he's calling on the federal government to introduce enhanced restrictions at the border. Now he's talking about the land borders. Now Canadians who went away over the winter months, I mean, this is the middle of May now. I mean, they would already be back. Thank you for joining. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. I'm out here talking about um, our lockdown and stay at home order has been extended into June. So June 2nd will be the next time or maybe a few days before that they'll, they'll look at it again and see if they're going to lift the stay at home orders and the lockdowns. 
Now, not this weekend coming up, but the following weekend is the long weekend, the Victoria Day holiday weekend that everybody is looking, was hoping to, you know, maybe, you know, go to the cottage, maybe get the boat in the water, you know, maybe get the golf club swinging. None of that's going to happen. And just before you came on here, you know, Doug Ford was talking about, you know, why it's, uh, why he's not opening up the golf courses, you know, when he was asked about the outdoor amenities like golf. You know, and he said it was more, more of a limit uh, on mobility. You know, and he, and he referencing what he had heard from one of his buddies. And his buddy, you know what, I can't, I mean, I can't even believe that he would even be using this. And I don't even believe him for one second that one of his buddies said this. I know what happens, you know. You pick up a buddy, two or three, you know, then they go golfing. And there's nothing wrong with golfing. The problem is mobility. Well, if there's nothing wrong with golfing, if there's not, if golfing isn't the problem, how does he think mobility is the problem? Because like I said before, in this last entire year, from last March, when they could play, when, when spring came, they could play golf all through last summer, all the way up into the fall. And then start up golf again in the springtime, you know, until it was like May the 9th or something. No, yeah, something around that. No, it was April, the middle of April. When they decide to, you know, lock down, shut down. So in a year span, here across Ontario, they estimated there was about 20 million rounds of golf played. And not one single case of COVID-19 was linked to golfing. So how does he even come up with this mobility? When he knows damn well that not one single case of COVID-19 was linked back to the golf course. Not one single case was linked was 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 linked back to the tennis court or the skate park or the basketball court. Not one single case. Or any outdoor activity, exercise classes, not one single case was linked back to that. And yet all those amenities, outdoor amenities, we cannot do. The Ontario Medical Association agrees that we should stay the course. But we can do these safe outdoor activities. 
play golf, play tennis, go to the skateboard park, shoot some hoops. That's coming from the Ontario Medical Association. Dr. Isaac Bokach, again, said today, after Doug Ford makes these announcements to extend the shutdown, the lockdown, for an additional two weeks, he again said today that these outdoor amenities need to open. And yet again, this is this was what Doug Ford come out with. I heard it from my buddy. He is so full of shit. It isn't funny. Sixty-five percent of adults eighteen and up will be vaccinated by the end of May. Sixty-five percent. We have a population of 15 million people here in Ontario. So that counts with 9,750 9, people will be vaccinated by the end of May. At least 5,250 people, 18 and older, to get vaccinated. Now you'd be able to do that in the first week of June. And then they talk about the border. You know, people, you know, Canadians went down to Florida over the winter time. They, yeah, they went against the travel advisory and they traveled to Florida anyway. So, you know, you can fly to Florida from Canada, but you can't drive across the border. Thank you for joining me. So when they're coming back, some Canadians, not all Canadians, they would, you know, fly into uh, Detroit or they would fly into Buffalo and they would cab it across the border. Now, for some reason, Doug Ford, you know, gets it into his head that these new variants, you know, Canadians coming back on crossing the land borders. We're bringing these variants into Canada. And that is so false. It isn't funny because these variants were here long before they even went to Florida for the winter time. So they weren't bringing it back in from the United States because Canadians who went to Florida, they were able to get vaccinated. And why is that? Because they're part-time residents if you stay six months or more. So majority of them got vaccinated and they were fully vaccinated even before they came back to Canada. So Doug Ford is trying to blame these increases, some of these increases and with these variants is Canadians coming back from the United States and he's getting after the Prime Minister of Canada. He wants tougher measures at the border. 
Canada right now has one of the strictest measures coming back into Canada if you're flying back into Canada. And those rules are that you must have a COVID test done 72 hours prior to your flight back to Canada, and it must be negative. And then when you land in Canada, you have to take another test, which by the way, you have to pay for that one. And then you have to self-isolate it in one of the federally mandated hotels for three days. And if you test negative, you can go home and you quarantine for the remainder time. If you test positive, then you go to a main a mandated facility, federal facility, where you'll be taken care of. These are one of the toughest measures when it comes to flying back into Canada. It has nothing to do with the land board. Land borders is, is, is closed only for essential services. Transport trucks and anybody who's working on the other side of the border from Canada. Doctors, nurses go over there to work as well into the United States. So they can cross the land borders back and forth. Canadians can come back across the border. So what Doug Ford is asking the federal government to do is that those people who, who, who are not in essential service and they're coming back from wherever they are. And, and so in order to avoid the quarantine rules, you know, they'll fly into Buffalo, they'll fly into Detroit and they'll take a cab across and then the rules don't apply to them. but they are not bringing these variants back. The variants were already here. Now, Trudeau, our prime minister says, well, if Doug Ford wants tough restrictions at the land borders, well, he can make those restrictions. Well, I don't know how that's possible because the border is federal regulated. These aren't provincial officers who work the border. These are federal officers. The border is federal. So it goes back to Trudeau. But these two are finger pointing back and forth. the prime minister and the premier of Ontario. Now, I don't know how long that argument is going to continue on. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous to, to, you know, to hear, to hear the both of them going back and forth. Now, like I said about um, 
all these outdoor activities, safe outdoor activities. That had no ties back to COVID-19. Partying, gathering in large groups, anti-maskers, anti-ralliers, not wearing a mask, not social distancing. A couple of weeks ago, you know, the Toronto Police Services laid over 260 charges, people partying. And then we wonder why Toronto has the most cases. And Brampton, Mississauga, York. I mean, this has really got to tick off the people out there who are making the sacrifices. And on one weekend, they lay 267 charges. People partying. We see our numbers jump back up again two weeks later. How did that happen? And then our, our, like I said, our Ontario Medical Association. You know, they agree, you know, with, with the science table. They, they agree with the, the uh, top doctor of Ontario that, yeah, you know, we have to extend the stay-at-home order. But we can still have these safe outdoor amenities. But Doug Ford isn't going to have any of that. He's not. He's made it clear. Now, like I said, not this weekend, but the next weekend is the long weekend here in Ontario. You will not be able to go to your cottage. You're not going to be able to take your boat out on the lake. And any safe activities like golf, tennis courts, basketball courts, soccer fields. Can't use them. I like to, you know, find out what that um, response, you know, will be, you know, from, you know, just the general public, you know, I mean, like so many of us, you know, you know, doing the right things every single day, you know, wearing your mask, social distancing, sanitizing your hands, you know, we hear that every day. You know, this, you know, the, the, the greater Toronto area, you know, they, um, basically, um, that's where, you know, all the, a lot of the manufacturing, all the warehousing, 
you know, a lot of essential, essential workers. You know, but then they, you know, but then they are, you know, with the low wage earners working in these places. You know, and, and in the greater Toronto area, um, like Brampton and Mississauga and the city of Toronto itself, you know, they've been in lockdown, the gray lockdown since November, 2020, they've been in lockdown for six months. And yet they still have the highest case counts. How does that even add up? If you've been in lockdown for lockdown stay at home orders for six months, how do they still have most of the cases? Now, I mean, doctors and businesses and, and other governments you know, was hollering at Doug Ford, the premier, to get sick pay. Oh, he would have none of that. Oh, I don't want to step on the feet of the federal government. No, they can apply for for benefits from the federal government. And what has it been, three weeks now? Yeah, it was something like three weeks ago. He said, okay, all right, we'll do, we'll do sick pay, but only for three days. We'll just give you three days of sick pay. And then you have to apply to the federal government for, for uh, the other benefits that are available. That didn't go over well with the business sector. That didn't go over well with the health care. You know, because Doug Ford, you know, when, when he was decided that he was going to say, okay, you know what, we're going to have sick pay. And oh, by the way, he says, it's going to be the best sick pay that anybody's ever seen. It's going to be the best in North America, he said. I can't make that up. That's what he said. And it comes up with three days sick pay. I mean, what we're what what we were supposed to do? We're supposed to go dancing in the streets. Over three days sick pay. You know, this is the third, this is the third lockdown and stay at home order during this pandemic. Now, I'm all in. I really truly am. Except for not being able to do these safe outdoor activities. And when you have the Ontario Medical Association, you have top doctors, 
disease and infected uh, infection doctors saying that these outdoor amenities are safe and they've proven to be safe and they should be allowed. I'm just dumbfounded. I truly am. I mean, we all saw it coming here in Ontario. We all saw it coming. We we knew, we knew for a fact when Doug Ford made that announcement today, we knew we we didn't have to brace for it. You know, it wasn't gonna be like a slap in the face. We knew that he was still not going to allow safe outdoor activities. I mean, you can't even walk onto a soccer field and throw a football around or kick the soccer ball with a couple people. You can't even go do that. You can't take another friend or meet a friend at a tennis court and play some tennis. I mean, how much further do you have to be apart? And golf? With the safety measures and all the protocols that the, that the privately owned golf courses put in, and even the city-owned golf courses, with all their protocols and safety measures. And not one single case of COVID was traced back to golf, to tennis, to kicking the soccer ball around on the soccer field. Not one single case. You drive us indoors, <clears throat> And cases just keep going up. What's wrong with this picture? I don't know how well this sick benefit is working for people because, you know, if you come down with COVID or even if you didn't and you worked in that facility, that warehouse or business, you got to self-isolate for 14 days too, just to be sure. You may or may not get the symptoms. I don't know how long, you know, it takes to get federal money from, from the federal government, other, be other benefits that they offer. You know, after your three-day sick pay of $200 a day, you know, then, you know, and that, so, you know, you have to apply right away for any federal funding. I don't know how long that takes. I'm sure it probably takes probably about four or five days. And low-wage earners you know, we're living paycheck to paycheck.
They get three days sick pay. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Maybe the businesses out there are saying that's not enough. You know, maybe the business will take the initiative, you know, and pay them the two extra days. I don't know. So at least you get five days of sick pay instead of three. Now here we are. And, and, and the other thing though too, you know, the Premier of Ontario, he waits until we're a week away from the long weekend to come out here and make this an announcement when he could have made it last week because he knew damn well that he was going to extend it anyways. You know, because a couple of weeks back, even the top medical officer of Ontario said, oh, no, we got to see the cases under a thousand. You know, before we even consider lifting these restrictions. So now since the middle of April. Oh, don't forget what I said about Toronto and, and, and Brampton and Mississauga. They've been in lockdown for six months, that area of Ontario. Cases would have to become under a thousand. So what are they gotta be, 999, 800, 500, one case? Just saying it's got to be under a thousand means nothing. Because one day, you know, one day it's 2,000. Then 24 hours later, it's almost 3,000 again. That's how it's been going back and forth. Yes, we are up at 4,900 a day. And we drop back down and we jump back up, but not that, not up that high. But still, we, you know, yesterday we were at 2,000 and today we're at almost 2,800. So another 700, another 750 cases in 24 hours. Now in three weeks time, what is, what is this? Well, really, you know, we're almost, we're, we're into the middle of May. So right to June 2nd now, but they're saying by the end of May, 65% of 18 and up will have received their first vaccine shot by the end of May. Of all Ontario. 
So it gives it time for some of it to work. Let's say it takes a couple weeks for the vaccine to start working for each person, the Moderna and the Pfizer. Will we, will we be at a thousand cases by June 2nd? I hope so. Will that be satisfactory for, for, uh, Dr. Williams, a thousand cases, will that be satisfactory or does it have to be under a thousand? I'm not saying fully open, you know, we lift some restrictions. Because we're, you know, this summer again, we're not going to be fully open. The land border between Canada and the United States is not going to be open. Yes, we have some restrictions lifted. Well, maybe by June 2nd, you can go to the golf course. Now, does that mean the cases have to be at a thousand in order for that to happen? That's what I, that's what I understand. That's, that's the way I'm taking it from, from, from Dr. Williams. In order to lift these amenities, it has to be under a thousand. To allow us to have golf and the baseball field, the Diamonds, the soccer fields, skateboard parks. So yeah, I'm understanding it. I guess we just have to wait to see what happens. I don't know. We are going in that downward trend, yes. But, you know, we can't be, you know, at 2,000 and then at over 2,700 the next day. But that's, that's exactly what is happening. It hasn't been under 2000 since February. And this is almost in the middle of May. You know, then then they're talking about, well, what's the summer going to look like? The one shot summer. meaning the one needle in the arm summer. What's it gonna look like? It's gonna be better than last summer. I mean, last summer we could go, we could go boating, we could go to the cottage. We could have 50 people in our backyard. 
you know, we're going to, is it going to be as close to normalcy as we probably could get to? Because there isn't going to be any festivals. There isn't going to be any outdoor concerts. Hell, I think we'll even be lucky by the time September rolls around, you know, that, you know, we'll have um, fans in the stands. I mean, the way, the way, you know, Doug Ford is, is um, calling the shots. I mean, he are, you know what? He already shot himself in the foot already. That he has already done. And then he points the finger at the federal government. Start of this pandemic, I mean, Doug Ford was on the ball. Somehow he fell off the ball. Using a color code reopening, the green, the yellow, the orange, the red, the gray lockdown, and then only opening up regions, you know, that had less cases and low case counts. And, and this region can be in the yellow and this could be in the red and this could be in the orange, but Brampton, Mississauga, Toronto, all stay in the gray lockdown, but all the other areas around them can, can have, you know, people in the bars, people on the patio. Where do you think those people are going to go from Brampton to Toronto and Mississauga? They're going to go to those other regions. Now, whether that played a factor in any increases of COVID-19, I don't know. But we can't have these color codes if everybody isn't going to stay in the same color. Now what the now what the premier might do so leading up to June 2nd you know he may just you know okay the, the entire province moves into the red restrict So that means you can only have 10 people in, in, in a restaurant. Guess it's better than nothing, right? He might go that road, I don't know. I mean, with the case, I, you know, I, I live in the city of London. So with the cases that we have here in the city of London, I mean, we're in the, we're in, we're in double digits. And uh, let's see, you know, we could actually have people in restaurants right now, people sitting on the patios right now. But we don't, we can't. So if he wants to open up this province safely, 
then he has to be fair with everybody. You can't do for one and not the other. So if he wants to use these color codes as a reopening plan, then we all have to be in the same color together. Now, if he's going to scrap that idea, you may as well start thinking about scrapping that right now and come up with some other plan. Because right now, they don't have a plan. Alberta has put, I think, together a three-step plan. But we've had, Alberta's had that before. And, you know, and I think it was out in, in Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, I think they put in a four or five point plan. And, and, and speaking about the East Coast of Canada, they have far less cases than any other province in the entire country. And they put more restrictions. Nobody can go there to the east coast of Canada. You have to self-isolate for 14 days upon your arrival. So what would be the point of going there? Are you thinking about moving there? You bought property there? You won't be able to go to that property. I think they have just a little over 100 cases of COVID in that region. And they've been doing they've been doing really well because you know the very first initial lockdown that they did last March nobody outside of that province unless it was for essential could go there or leave there unless it was essential. And they're doing that again. Now we're supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, Quebec and Manitoba. Ontario sits in, 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 the, in the middle of those two provinces. There's travel restrictions to come into Ontario. How they're managing that, how they're how they're enforcing that. I mean, when they started doing it, you know, especially um, coming in uh, out of Quebec into Ottawa, you know, they had they had lineups, just traffic jams of people coming out coming out of uh, Gatineau. Quebec into Ottawa. And then finally it was like, oh, we're just going to do it this certain, certain times of the day. 
you know, not in the mornings because that's just rush hour and in the uh, evening, we're not going to do it then, you know, we're just sporadic throughout the day, you know, check to see why you're coming into Ontario. If it's for essential, fine. I don't know what's going on at the Manitoba and Ontario border, provincial lines. I don't know what's going on there. You know, how's that, how's that being monitored? So, you know, man, people from Manitoba aren't just driving into Ontario. And, you know, I don't think, I don't know what you think you're going to be doing here. Unless it's for essential. Because everything's shut down here. Only, only essential, only essential work. You know, I mean, even even Costco and, and the Walmarts, they had to block off all their non-essential stuff. Walmart sells groceries, so you can go to you can go to Walmart to buy groceries. Costco sells groceries, so you can go to Costco. Anything else you want, you have to order online for curbside pickup. You just can't go run a muck and go shopping all through Walmart and Costco. You can't you can't do that. So, you know, none of our amenities are open, so can't play golf. Ontario, Ontario, Canada, ladies and gentlemen is the only place in North America where you can't play golf. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. This discussion, this discussion tonight is the, the extension of the lockdown stay-at-home orders here in Ontario, Canada. You know, because when the premier and enacts the um, state of emergency, that means that he can extend these lockdowns and stay-at-home orders by two weeks or thirty days. And if need be, he can extend it again at that end of that time. So as we get closer to June 2nd, if these case counts, according to Dr. Williams, are not under a thousand, you know, what if, what if it was a thousand and one cases? Would they do extend it for another two weeks? You know, Dr. Williams need to be, he needs to elaborate a little bit more. You know, what's under a thousand? What is the magic number he's looking for? He doesn't say. Because I believe he doesn't know. He doesn't know what the magic number is. See with, with see with, with with golf and tennis 
you know, the basketball courts. It wasn't like people were gathering in droves. And, and you had fans standing around watching you play basketball. Well, you had a whole lines of people on the golf courses watching you play golf. You know, when you're watching the PGA. Doug Ford knows damn well that these cases had nothing to do with it. He knows damn well that these were workplace outbreaks. Because when there's a case, and right now, if businesses have five or more cases of COVID, then depending on the business, whether it's a big warehouse like Amazon or, or whatever the case may be, then it'd either be a partial closure of that business or a complete closure of that business. Now, just the other day, we had a McDonald's where three employees tested positive for COVID-19. That McDonald's is closed for 14 days. Well, it goes under an intense cleaning process. And all the employees that work there, whether they become infected or not, they got to self-isolate for 14 days. Three Amazons. And the third time, they had cases of COVID in Brampton. So twice in Brampton, one in Bolton, Ontario. The one in Brampton, they had over 600 cases. This is before, you know, this is before the government, you know, put, uh, you know, come up with this, this sick pay. You know, because people go into work sick or maybe they didn't know they were infected right away and they were spreading it. Where they got it from, who knows? How they're contracting it? I don't know. Maybe they're ones going to the parties. Maybe they're ones going to the big rallies. I don't know. I know I know I stay away from humans. I'm afraid to be around humans right now. Humans scare the shit out of me. I don't know if you got COVID or not. I go to work, I come home, and I hibernate. I stand 12 feet away from people. Never mind, 6 feet. 
when I make my deliveries, I put the paperwork in the back of the trailer. I don't even want to see the shipper or receiver. They can sign it. When I pull out, we'll take it. That's it. Take off what's yours. If you got a problem, come out and see me, but don't too, get too close to me. I hate this just as much as everybody does, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. It's frustrating as hell. It's depressing. It's aggravating. It troubles me when people are hurting financially and people are hurting mentally. And yet this Ontario government throughout this pandemic, well, part of the pandemic has just become inept. You know, if I were to, if I were to draw our premier simple maze, he wouldn't know how to get out of it. Even if it was a couple lefts or a right, and then straight. He doesn't know what directions he's going. He has no idea what direction he's going. He lost it when he decided, oh, a month ago, that when 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 back in April, when when for the start of the third lockdown, and he he comes out and he says, "Oh, we're going to give the police more powers, and they're going to be able to stop anybody walking down the street." Anybody pulls out of their driveway and drives down the street, the police are going to stop you. That's when he lost it. Because that wasn't going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. And every police force, from the provincial police to the municipality, city police, said, we're not doing no such thing. Stop somebody walking down the sidewalk to ask you where the hell you're going, why you're out of your house. What is this, martial law? And the next day, you probably heard my show before, the next day he comes on TV crying. Crying. Oh, I'm so sorry, I made a mistake. And Oh my God, it was pathetic. Open up the children's playgrounds, which is good. Kids got to go out and play. So they take the kids to the park, let them play on the playground. But the kids can't use the skateboard parks. But they can go on the climbers and all that stuff. I mean, what's the difference? 
feel bad for the kids who can't skateboard at skateboard parks. I mean, we're adults, right? Okay, you can't play golf. Well, you know what? We're just going to have to deal with it. But children, you know, they need to get out there and play. They have to do online learning. School is not going to be in class for the remainder of the school year. So, I mean, they have to have some outlet. So they have to, you know, the parents, you know, say, okay, you know what? It's a beautiful day out today, which it was. Let's go to the park. So the kids can go play on playground equipment. Okay, we can't play tennis. We're adults. It's frustrating. I mean, I don't play tennis. I rarely play golf, but I, you know, I like, I like the sport. But for those who love it and, and like to play it and stuff like that, I get, you know, I get it. It's frustrating. It's frustrating when you have doctors saying, Hey, we got to open up these outdoor amenities. I mean, top disease infection doctors are saying this. The Ontario Medical Association is saying this. Pediatrician doctors are saying that the basketball court should be able to open up. I mean, not every kid lives in a house or a townhouse. They live in apartments too. And they got the basketball courts out there and they can't even go out there and use them. How's that helping their mental health? How's that, you know? Go for a walk in the park. You know, as adults, I mean, that's a good exercise. Walking is actually probably the best exercise for you. But we were doing all these outdoor amenities beginning of April we had a good start to the spring until that went to the, to the shits the last couple weeks three weeks weather wise but still when we had that nice weather people were on the golf course it wasn't jam packed I mean, you had to make a you 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 had to you had to call in and, and make a booking. You just couldn't show up. It's not like you had it's not like you had three hundred people lined up down the road waiting to get on the golf course like they were waiting to get into Costco. No. If you didn't get around in that weekend, well, you booked it for the next weekend, or maybe it was maybe you couldn't get a booking for three weeks. But you still got to play golf. And no, it's not like Doug Ford says, you know, hey, you know, I talk to my buddies, I know what happens. 
You know, they pick up another buddy, two or three. They go out golfing. Oh, there's nothing wrong with golfing, he says. The problem is the mobility. The mobility has freaking nothing to do with it. You know how much mobility is going on there in the city streets and highways today? More people are out doing something than they were in the second lockdown and the first lockdown. So what the hell is he talking about mobility? What the hell does mobility have to do with it? It's got nothing to do with it. He just makes he just makes stuff up as he goes along. He has no data to back it up to say that, oh, you pick up one buddy, you pick up two buddies, you pick up three buddies. And you go golfing, but golfing's okay, but it's the mobility. And yet there's been no traces of COVID-19 back to that mobility or the golf course. Because we do contact tracing. So they will know. So Doug Ford today is just full of shit. And if he doesn't like that, that's just too damn bad. You know, he needs to come to the table with real data. Not just some what buddy says. What my buddy said. That's my data. That's the data I got. My buddy says this. Oh, his buddy's full of shit too. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this Thursday. May the 13th. So enjoy the rest of your evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow's Friday. And here we are. Back to the weekend. So if you live other than anywhere other than Ontario, enjoy your golfing and your tennis and your skateboard parks. Have fun with that. I mean it. I really do. Enjoy it. And we just have to figure something out, you know, this weekend again. I know, I know. Nothing to do. Here in Ontario. Until maybe June the 2nd. So take care, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend coming up. 
Um, I'm going to be back out again tomorrow night at 9 p.m. And then Saturday morning at 9 a.m. And the Sunday morning show at 9 a.m. So if you can join me tomorrow evening in the mornings, Saturday and Sunday morning, that'd be great. If you can, I understand. A little bit different song to end the show today. Everybody jumping up and down. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. Be safe out there.